Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to another TV Central one-on-one podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. This is episode 3, 2023. This is not a repeat episode, although it may feel like one. Anjali Rao was here for episode 1 to promote the new season of Australian Survivor and is now back for episode 3. Now, there's either two reasons for this. Either A, she just loves me and TV Central and begged me to come back, or... B, she went on Survivor, got eliminated in the first episode, and is here for the recap. First pancake in the bin, Anjali Rao, welcome back. Uh, thank you very much indeed. I'm sure you've never looked at pancakes quite the same way. <laughs> Definitely not. What a first episode. Okay, where to start? All right, let's start with you being quite outspoken before the first challenge, and then there was the, obviously the pancake comment at the end. Turns out that you were the first pancake. Do you regret being so forward in your speech? Um, it, wherein I, I convinced everybody in the tribe to read the votes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't regret that. I That just shows my incredibly masterful powers of persuasion. Nobody wanted those votes read out and I convinced every single one of them to do it because we are, you know, we're not, we don't take the boring safe option. We leave that to the heroes. They got that covered. We are villains. We take risks. We have bollocks and we're not afraid to squeeze them. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, so let's make some damn good TV because that's what we're here to do is make TV. And Jonathan said to me, Angeli, but what if it's you? And I said, well, then the bigger the drama. If it's me, how great would that be for dramatic TV? I don't want to go home, but let's just rip the scab off this bad boy. <laughs> I, at, at Tribal Council, it was said basically that everyone knew who was going home. Jonathan asked you um, about if you knew who was going home and you confidently said yes and was sticking to the plan. Who did you think was going home and what was the plan? Well, the plan, as far as it had been told to me, (laughs) was Stevie. And I, like a good little, well-behaved, compliant villain, voted for Stevie. And those treacherous little ferrets, backstabbing bastards, (laughs) all wrote me. I'm just like, but but on the beach, they'd been saying, Oh, Angeli, just because George and Jackie aren't here, it doesn't mean that you're going anywhere. We love you. You're completely safe. And then to see what they did in the end. But you know what? I really doubt whether I was voted off because none of them spelt my name right. (laughs) Um, It's like, I mean... Sorry to sound like Donald Trump, but I highly dispute this vote. And uh, I quite frankly call fraud and demand a recount. (laughs) I think uh, a spelling mistake might be okay and you still might be out. But anyway, (laughs) people did have the opportunity, touched on this, to to, to not vote anyone out because uh, Jackie was out of the show due to a uh, injury. Um, and people voted to keep the votes going. I suppose that's an extra person out and competition gone. But interesting choice because Jonathan did say that it could possibly be three people down in one tribe and that could be a problem. So why why did they keep going with the vote? 
it really was because I convinced them that. Um, <laughs> it's just that. I promise you, it was. Um, they they didn't. None of us wanted to vote anybody out because one, we'd be three people down, as you say. But also at the time, everybody was getting on with everyone else. Um, and you know, people were like, oh, we love having you around. I was just the easiest, most obvious choice because my double safety blanket had the sheer audacity, which I found quite rude, to end up hideously maimed in the hospital and leaving me completely exposed, standing there on the beach with no knickers in front of everyone. And so it was obvious that because I had a very powerful, albeit short-lived, alliance with two very strong, experienced survivor players, um, you know, they are they're clearly going to vote me out because we were we did have a strong bond. And if it hadn't ended up the way it did, even if one of them had come back to tribal, I would still be there. I'd still be there now. And the game finished in September. <laughs> it feels like we, we were starting to talk about Naked and Afraid instead of Australian Survivor for a minute. <laughs> I still got the, the knickers thought in my throat, in my, in my head. Um, so... Yeah, they did perceive that you had a bit of an alliance with, with George and Jackie. So would you say that, that that was fair, that you did have an alliance with them? Yes, absolutely. Um, that was that was very genuine. Because um, they had decided between themselves, unbeknownst to me, that that they wanted to form an alliance with me and that they wanted to protect me and then I would protect them. So they obviously saw something, um, you know, in there and I'm sure that the three of us would have been a you know not insignificant threat um but nobody liked George nobody liked George yeah they wanted to get him out he was a, it was a big threat so why did you want to align yourself with with uh, someone that they wanted out because he wouldn't have gone out in the first place definitely not nor would I um it was that you know, yes, nobody, <laughs> he's he's a polarising figure, but so was he in his previous season in Brains versus Braun, and look yeah. how well he did in that. You know, he came runner-up in that. So he has a way about him that um, he does have, as Simon said, you know, a cockroach quality. He's difficult to kill, even though he rubs people up the wrong way. So I was more than happy and quite flattered, really, to be hand-picked by him because, you know, I'm not there for my athletic prowess. Um, and that he still chose me and that Jackie, you know, as as the older woman, we, we were flying the flag for the older women. And, you know, they said to me, just so you know, in this game, it's always the older woman who goes out first. And I thought, gosh, how fascinating. Why are you telling me that? <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> so when Jackie went, that left me as the older woman who went out first, the older woman. Stevie Wonder could see the injustice in that. I mean, <laughs> come on now, really? But also I think that there was a much bigger reason, quite aside from the George and Jackie Angeli Alliance. And that is that they knew that if I stayed, I would take all their airtime, exactly as I did on Housewives and exactly as I did yesterday night on the show. It was the Angeli show and it was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> That is absolutely true. You definitely would have stolen the show. Hey, let, let's be honest and talk about, you know, these two challenges that, that you had. Um, like, let me just say, your team sucked. Like, just just no support. Oh, rude. No supporting each other all over the shop. 
what oh, was yeah. going on? We absolutely were. So, I mean, I still have um, flashbacks, particularly to the first challenge, because it was so obvious that we did it completely arse about. It shouldn't have been that way. The whole point was to get everybody up onto the deck rather than collect food and stuff like that. We should have just got everybody up on the deck, then sent somebody down to collect whatever they could while we stole from the other side as well. But we didn't. We didn't do that. And if we had, I bet we would have won, even though, to be honest, it was always going to be a challenge with, you know, a nine metre tall wall and the heroes have a (laughs) 10 metre tall man in Sean Hanson. It's just like, oh man, come on. I'm five foot two. This is so unfair. Um, But with the second challenge, I actually believe we would have won it because we came so close. We were so close behind them. Um, And that was with two members down. So if we'd have had our full cache of villains, I really believe that we would have won that challenge and not gone to tribal. I don't know. It was a shambles. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. But at least um, you did get some experience. You got um, down and dirty in the mud and you had no food for the night. How was the experience? Oh, my God, that mud, seriously. that It wasn't normal mud. I don't know how they made it, but it was straight out of Satan's anus. And <laughs> it took me three weeks to get all of it out of my ears. But you're just completely blind as well. I remember you can hear me in, in, the, in the show going, I can't see. Uh, which is why I ended up wearing glasses to tribal council because I was literally blind, um, blind old woman. But <laughs> <laughs> it was um, look, it was just an incredible experience all round. And you know, even even going back to the beach, two members down, and being really quite freaked out at what happened to them, like we all were. And um, you know, thinking these are two really good successful previous players and if that could happen to them what the hell could happen to me um you know we were all thinking that i think on the on the heroes tribe as well um so it was it was a strange vibe going back to the beach but i didn't really have um enough time to enter starvation mode i don't think i lost like 20 grams like, like 20 kilos <laughs> but um so you know none of us slept that first night except george who found a apparently very comfortable sleeping spot right on my boob and so he was snoring his way through the night asleep on my boob um and I think that gave people the impression that we were very close it was just like <laughs> move him <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm, I'm just seeing uh obviously this is an audio podcast but uh evil uh Anjali Rao has got her her kitty cat behind her I'm just walking walking behind her <laughs> Kitty cat. <laughs> um, was it was it the black one? Yes. Yeah, the yeah, dark yeah. one. Yeah. Well, what other color cat would I have as a villain? Obviously. Absolutely. Uh, two questions before you go. Let me just ask you about uh, first of all one person on the show, and that's your journalist mate, but only because of journalism, I'm sure. Well, Michael, what's going on there? Uh, very little. Um, basically, if I could have my time at Tribal again even knowing how those backstabbing bastards voted in the end, I would not have voted for Stevie. I really, really wish that I'd have voted for Michael Um, because I I know now that a lot of other um, villains feel the same. 
Um, and I think it's it was sort of clear in in last night's show. He's just really strange and unlikable and really clingy, um, and constantly wanting to team up with me because we're both journalists. It's like, hmm, right, <laughs> right. No, no. And anyway, journalists don't team up with each other. We are looking out for number one to get the best story. We will kick the next journalist squarely in the fanny if it means that we get the story. So <laughs> there is no such thing as journalists teaming up. It's just not a thing. <laughs> Remember, fanny means the opposite in this country. Um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So last question. So out of the I won't ask you who you think is going to win because a lot of people will think will be someone from the heroes team. I'm sort of going for uh, David and Mitch for no apparent or obvious reason. But um, out of the the villains, um, who will go the furthest? It's hard to go past. I mean, if George did go back into the game, it's really hard to go past him just because he is so good at it. And he is such a little weasel. He knows his way around everything. And he's got this uncanny knack to really see around corners. Um, so if he goes back, that's where I would put my money. But if not, again, it's kind of hard to go past Shawnee because she is the most successful player in Australian Survivor history. Um, so I think she'll do really well mm. and there's Simon like Simon's super strong and but he's actually also he comes across as like a completely arrogant knob sometimes but he's gorgeous in real life so caring really warm um and he he actually is very much a people person even though he looks like he's all about the, oh look at my amazing pecs and my tiny swimming trunks um but he's <laughs> He'd be he'd be a good one to watch, I think. I can't wait to speak to the others and say, what do you think about Angeline? See if they <laughs> give a bit back as well. Yeah. They'll go, oh, we loved her. She wasn't supposed to go home. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angeline, it was way, 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 way too quick, but um, you put everything into it and you certainly made your presence felt, that's for sure. Um, thanks for joining me and look, come back for episode five and 10 as well. Well, why the hell not? Absolutely. If you want me back, you know, I'll be here. <laughs> All right. Angela Rao, first eliminated from Australian Survivor. Before we go, I can reveal TV Central will be indeed be talking to every eliminated contestant. There will be a podcast available around lunchtime the day after an elimination. Well, that's it for this podcast. For all the latest news, podcast, streaming info, guides and ratings, head to tvcentral.com.au. Until next time, I'm Aaron Ryan. Thanks to Anjali Rao. Bye for now.